Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 what's up? Shout out to Desmond Seeley 2 on Twitter because uh, Desmond Seeley 1 was hacked or taken. And what a bounce back game, I was saying, for the Redskins, at least in the first half. And then you heard John talking about them parking the bus in the second half. Yep. And is that about where we left left it? Sounds good to me. Yeah, and I gave you guys the secret for the Redskins winning the rest of the season, but I'm not going to repeat that. Sorry. <laughs> I will say my precarious prediction of um, the victory was intact, although I picked them 20-17. to 17. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, we won two to two and one. Wasn't like especially. I mean, we always have like shootouts against the uh, against the Packers. It seems the last few years, so you know. Yeah, dude. Why is it that um, my precarious predictions always seem to mirror exactly the Redskins' um, record? That's probably it. I don't know. I, I I really don't know. I think that's that's kind of crazy. It's pretty wild. I'll say none of the pundits were picking the Redskins. Except I think for me. some of the pundits were picking the Redskins. Well, Larry was. Well, jeez, God, goodness, Larry is kind of an idiot though. Except take out the kinda. Um. Yes, Alamo City. That cut me real deep just now. That comment. It wouldn't be Harry Hogg without some tech issue. That That is the truest thing I've heard all day. It's true. We even try our best. We try our very, very darndest to prevent these <laughs> things from happening, and yet they still do time in and time out. But, yeah. You know, whatever. We do better with our tech issues than... Um, you know, Jay Gruden does with managing the clock and the end of halves and games. <laughs> oh, yeah, so Jersey Jay. I'm sporting. Clinton Portis. P Jersey. No, for me to get a jersey, it takes years and years of of um, good play. So basically, I haven't had a new jersey in a while. <laughs> I might get a Trent Williams. Yeah. Yo, look who's in the chat room. We got San. And we got BNG Buns, Alamo City Live Music, Pepper Spray, Harry Hog Clan. I know they're going to be meeting us to tailgate for that Texans game. All of those dudes. Dude, so sweet. Can't wait for that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I know how much John's been stroking the Vikings so far this offseason or season. And my point is that right, what was my point? Here's my point. My point is, dude, first of all, I spoke too soon because I'm playing John in fantasy this week and my dude cup was like destroying John's entire team and then in the second half, apparently cousins went off and you had Thielen and who didn't yep. you have another guy? Cousins, Thielen and another I had the running back because I'm running out of running backs. Yeah, but you ended up yeah. putting, like, from those four dudes, you ended up putting up, like, 100 points or something. It's something like that, yeah. But here was my point. It's not my, over yet. My point was... Yeah. Because you were pretty high on the Vikings this season. My yeah. My point was yeah. the Vikings tied the Packers. Right. <laughs> right. This is how this, is how this works. <laughs> the Vikings tied the Packers. Um, 
We destroyed the Packers, and the Rams very barely beat the Vikings. Therefore, Redskins v. Rams in the NFC Championship game. Sean McVay versus his old coach, like student versus um, teacher. And the teacher will prevail. Redskins <laughs> to the Super Bowl. Woo! I am the master now. I am your master. I guess these dudes get like a... They, we've talked about this, right? They get a notification when we're actually on the air. Mm-hmm. And then they just pop on like, oh, hey, those dudes are actually doing a podcast at a random time. Yeah, ra- yeah random is right. <laughs> I invited Josh for this podcast. He said he was driving around Greensboro today. Oh, I'm sorry. What? What? We were talking about Josh. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on for what? Oh, man. Hold on for your death. Look at your screen and you'll see. <laughs> Who said that, dude? <laughs> Josh. But, uh, spent many a nights in greens, but uh, back in the day. Dude, I remember going there and hanging out with you and your old uh, classmates from Elon. Oh, college classmates at Elon. Let's go, Elon. Ch- I don't really remember where we went that day, but we were staying at one of their apartments or something. But they weren't. We're there. staying at Matt and Tony's. Yeah, at Matt and Tony's. Matt and Tony's apartment, who were right next to the train tracks. Oh yeah, yeah. But they like, weren't there. Right next to the train tracks. It was. I don't remember what we were doing. They had like some private club they belonged to or something. <laughs> the Flat Iron Bar and Grill. That's where we met. Who? the person who ended up being Tom's wife. Oh, wow. Anyway, that was yeah. a long time ago. That was like 20 years ago. That was a really ago. long time ago. I barely remember it. Tom anyway. is a is a Buccaneers fan. Yeah, he's a Buccaneers fan, so, um, you know, they're actually doing pretty well. They're doing pretty well. I'll have to see. Uh... Anyway, so, so, yeah, this game... We, uh, like I said, we won. I can't say I was like super impressed with it because Green Bay's defense is always bad. Oh, yeah. Not to mention, um, Green Bay's receivers had the HIV. They really did have the, the, the hands infected virus, man. Totally. Dude, I rewatched that game this morning at like 5 a.m. because I couldn't sleep. And um, there were so many plays where Aaron Rodgers still hobbled, just put the ball in perfectly, and these dudes just dropped it. Yeah, yeah. Randall Cobb, I think, had like two drops on the game. Like both of them were were really one was like a third down, and the other one I can't remember. But it was like, was he the guy that dropped the fourth and two pass? Maybe that was it. Yeah, dude, I'm playing this for Packers fans. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then that Clay Matthews hit, which was per- completely just a normal hit. I, I, I think that hit was probably the one that's going to to uh get that rule hopefully reversed. Or oh. at least or at least they may not say that they're gonna do something about it, but I think they're probably telling the referees like Jerome, come here. You Jerome Allen, come you gotta, here. You gotta start or you gotta stop calling guys. When they hit the quarterback, it's one thing if they pile drive the quarterback 
It's another thing if they hit them and they just randomly land on them. And that's, that's, I mean, it's football, people. It's not flag football. This is not soccer. Spurs. This is one of those games where, one of those things where these guys, I mean, how do they not hit the quarterback? Yeah. I mean, when the quarterbacks themselves are feeling sorry for the defensive dudes, you know something's yeah. wrong. Yep. It, but it, you it know, was, like, dude, the, it, hopefully, uh, the, hopefully the NFL is going to do something about it, but they're, they're, they're only really outpaced by, by baseball being just like glacial on when they fix things. Like the NHL, they had, I can't remember who it was. It was a while ago, but there was a guy in a playoff game and he was like doing some, 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 it was in the rules, but no one ever did it in a game. And they literally, after a playoff game, they changed the rules after the playoff game before like the sun was up the next morning to block whatever it was that guy was doing. This was a number of years ago, but I mean, they'll move like at a lightning pace in the playoffs to change the rule. So NFL, they need to, I don't know. It sucked. It, it sucked. And it, it's, it's, it you sucks. Know what else sucks? It sucks. The it, kickoffs it, suck now. It's never yeah. a good idea to try to return the kickoff, ever. If it's in the end zone, even one inch in the end zone, down it. I have yet to see someone make it past the 25. Yeah. It's, like, so boring. Like, why even do the kickoff? Just give it to them at the freaking 25 and be done. I think that's their point, is why even do the kickoff? That's that's They're going to get rid of it. Well, yeah, but you see how they're doing it. They're doing it oh, incrementally, yeah. so people will be like, the kickoff's w- worthless, like me now, instead of bringing it back to where it wasn't worthless. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And there's not even a point to an onside kick anymore. Like, I don't know how you can do an onside kick and the offense could actually recover because they can't run up anymore. And you can only have five people on each side. You can't yeah. load up a side and you can't run up with the kicker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I mean, I mean, they really are trying to trying to get rid of kicking. In football. They're trying to get rid of kicking in football. That's the only reason American football is called football, really, is because you have people that kick the ball occasionally, once in a while. And they're trying to get rid of that. It's crazy. Dude, but, speaking of Americans, I was happy, and we talked about this via text, I was extremely happy that Amazon Prime, streaming the games... And you can change the audio to like three different English commentator sets and one Spanish. And I will say, and they listening also to the soccer dudes from yeah. England announce the game was so much more pleasing than Joe Buck <laughs> and Cowboy Aikman. Yeah, no lie, dude. And I like tweeted out, thank you to Amazon Prime for not making us listen to Cowboys. And you could have listened to the uh, the two women. It was Hannah Storm and somebody else that were announcing it as well for the American audience. I think it was Andrea Kramer. Might have been Andrea Kramer as well. And I was talking. I mean, I listened to them for like a few minutes, and it wasn't. They weren't quite my pace. I like the English dudes better, but yeah. they would come in second for me. But I will say that um, my wife was like, "Oh, thank goodness, we don't have to listen to these like thug." Football, ex-football guys. And look at that play, Buck, and blah, blah. And she was like, it's much more pleasant to listen to women talk. talk." And I'm like, that's cool if it'll get, you know, more people interested in watching the games if you can just choose who your audio is. Yeah, no lie. 
You know who needs people to listen to the, to the games more? The Redskins. There's no one in the stands. Yeah, I was just about to say, you know what? This game against the Packers, it was a sellout. They did not say that. 82,000 seats were sold for this game. It says so right here on Yahoo. Said there were 82,000 people at this that, game. That is totally fake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, uh, let's see what's going on in the chat room. Um, I saw that San was mentioning something about the pl- the second half playbook. We need to talk about that. Um, they're yeah. talking about the week four bye being early. Uh, it, it is early. It is early. I don't like it, but, you know. Yeah, all right, let's talk a little bit about Jay Gruden in the second half playbook. We've mentioned it earlier this season already, how he doesn't make any changes at halftime, and the other team obviously does, because the other team figures stuff out. Like, well, I don't know. We didn't score anymore in the second half except for three points. Now, was that Jay Gruden taking his foot off the gas? Right. Or was it the other team making adjustments? Right, yeah. It looked to me like they were making adjustments. I mean, we talked about it already. They, they, Their biggest problem on offense was that, that not that Aaron Rodgers was hobbling around on one leg, but that their receivers couldn't catch at all. Dude, dude can I tell so, you one of my biggest pet peeves, speaking of that, huh. is when our defenders, Josh Norman, <laughs> after a receiver is open and just like doesn't haul it in because of nothing that Josh Norman does, when he gets up and does the incomplete sign, it's like, dude, you didn't do anything. You didn't do anything to stop that guy. You need to be walking back to the huddle and be like, oh, thank goodness he didn't catch that. Yeah, no lie. That, and on that's that one not, play, that not where, where what, our cornerback's mind, though. Yeah. What was that guy? What's that guy's name that was Allison? The receiver yeah. from Geronimo got, Allison. Great name. When he caught that touchdown pass wide open down the middle of the field, yeah. and then I don't know if it was Josh Norman's fault. But Josh Norman was kind of like guiding him towards the end zone like one of those helper horses at the Kentucky Derby helping the racehorse to the starting line. I'm like, what is he doing? Back in the day, Daryl Green, remember him coming out of the screen, chasing dudes down, and Norman's just like jogging? I'm like, try to tackle him, dude. Run. He never. He does that all the time. He'll be like, yeah, yeah, go, dudes, go, go. I'll be tackling. I'm jumping in on the tackle in just a minute. Just a minute. Hold on, I'm you getting there. Got him. He does that stuff all the time. I was, I did, just wanted to play did, him that did. one clip of Daryl Green chasing down. Was it Tony Dorsett? Yeah, like it was the Tony one. Dorsett. Yep. Be like, yeah, dude, dude, this is going at it 100. percent What you're doing is just whatever. Yeah, I can't give him a kick though because he did get, uh, he did recover that fumble. So, I wrote down my games and kicks so I wouldn't forget. And you and forgot we, them. No, I didn't forget because oh, I wrote right. it down. Um, I you lost the, what you wrote down. So you were going to be like, oh, and then I lost my piece of paper. The defense, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on, but it seems like every first quarter we can't stop the run, and then the team either stops running or we figure it out a little bit. Well, maybe Minuski's better at 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 changing his tax and his formation. Um. Maybe he's a little bit quicker at it than Jay Gruden is because we all know that he's just terrible at that. Yeah, I mean, I guess. 
Um, and when I rewatched the game, because I was thinking, like, why haven't we seen Kerrigan or Preston Smith, like, hit any sacks this whole year? But our interior linemen have, I think, seven and a half sacks at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had, I think it was four sacks in this game. Yeah, so I, I, I watched it, and I was watching Kerrigan a lot of the time. He was getting, he was pushing his guy back into Rodgers or getting around him, which was causing Rodgers to step up a lot of times into those dudes. Yep. Yep. And that's, you know, that's, that's exactly what we were, what we were looking for, for him to step it up. It's like, if he can't get the sack, you gotta like get, you gotta do exactly what you just said, pressure the quarterback and get him to, to move into Ionitis's arms, which was a fantastic sack. Cause he sacked him and the guard. Dude, that was, that was, Oh my sack. goodness. <laughs> That, that that was one of the best sacks I've seen in a long time. I loved it. It was just like pure power. He yeah. sacked the dude <laughs> over the guard, through the guard. Like the guard that wasn't was even awesome. there. He just like tackled him like a big sandwich. So Ionitis had one. Um, um, Jonathan Allen had two. Yeah, Jonathan Payton Allen. Had one. So we had four on the day. Yeah. Um, but that Ionitis one. That was I fantastic. just want to put that on like a, a like a reel and just have it go over and over and over whenever I feel sad. Yeah. That in second quarter Super Bowl twenty two. Yeah. Really. Were I in the hospital room dying someday from some disease, probably dementia. From all the head injuries I've had. I just want you to put second quarter on over and over and over for me. Just put it Dude, on loop. Watch this, man. Just and watch. I'll forget that I've seen it. But I'll just keep seeing touchdowns. <laughs> and remember, if that quarter wouldn't have ended, we got didn't we get a pick right at the end by Brad Edwards? We would have scored again, I think. Oh, the good old days. I know. Anyway, um, I know. so let's see what's going on. What's going on in the chat? Uh, they're talking about how Gruden lets people get back in the game. It always happens, dude. Yeah. Always. At least the only thing we got going this year is our defense gets better as the game goes on. Offense gets worse, defense gets better. Yeah, really. But then again, I mean, we've only done three games. We're not playing this weekend. So, you know, to harken back what I've said on podcasts, I guess last week's podcast, if you guys actually listened to that, um, you really don't know what you've got with your team until you get a quarter of the way through the season. So we really need to play four games before we really have a good understanding because we've had a couple of really, we had a really good game gets bad team. We had a bad game, terrible game. And then we had this game, which was really good, but the team, you know, Rogers was hurt. They've got guys that can't catch the ball at all. So, you know, could have been the rain. <clears throat> I'm sure the rain was part of it. Absolutely. Dude, what about Jordan Reed in this game? Mm-hmm. Without the Dick's gloves. Well, I've, I've I've heard that the Dick's gloves when it's raining, it's harder it's the Dick's gloves are kind of useless. So, yeah, I thought I I always think it's it's more surprising that people haven't taken those gloves off when it comes to stuff like that, but, you know, whatever it is, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he had a pretty good game, and he would have been in contention for my game ball had he not 
stopped his route, which caused that interception. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do we want to go into... Uh, you want to talk about anything more in general, or do you want to go into the games and kicks? Let's go into the... Let's go into the games and kicks. Okay. And since we won, we get the kicks first. It's weird. It's like a reverse thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, man. The Kicking the Balls Award. Brought to you, as always, by Ritapoo. If you have a septic tank and you use it, put in some Ritapoo once a month is all you need. And you use it. <laughs> Ritapoo! Okay, right. uh, Kick in the Balls Award. You can go first. All right. My Kick in the Balls goes to Samaj P. Ride. Because you know who was active for this game? Capri Bibbs. You know who just got signed from the practice squad? Capri Bibbs. You know who's been on the roster all year but has not even dressed for one single game? P-Rind. My J. P-Rind. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Bibbs actually got in and got a carrier too, didn't he? He got a couple, yeah. I don't remember him doing much, but... Dude, we, yeah. before we even went into the games and kicks, we didn't even mention the play of number 26. I figured we were going to get to it during the kicks. Or during the games. During the kicks. During the kicks. During the games, so. Okay, so you're giving yours to P-Rind. P-Rind. I'm going to write that down. So P-Rind! P-Rind. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, it was like, I don't know why we kept him anyway. Maybe we kept him on the squad because other teams would be more likely to pick him up off the the practice squad, or maybe he wasn't he eligible for the practice squad. I mean, we saw him last year at the end of last year play a little bit too so you know all right well i'm giving my kick to josh norman for the play that i aforementioned Fair and enough. there was other plays that i don't really remember off the top of my head but sometimes i think he just doesn't give full effort even though he That's ended fair. up landing on a fumble jumping right into it that was just fortuitous for him because he didn't cause the fumble. Because he's kind of standing there off to the side, letting other people sacrifice their bodies. Look at BNG Buns adding like highlighted stuff so we'll see in the chat window there. <laughs> like trying to get our attention. At Harry Hog Football, my kick is going for two weeks in a row. Gruden for his suspect play calling and his second yeah, half really. softness. Yeah. True. At least he had the wherewithal to challenge on that fourth down catch, non-catch from, yeah, from Green non-catch. Bay. In fact, knock on wood, I think, has he won all of his challenges this year? He's gotten better about his challenges just in the last couple of years. I kind of equate that with we have better players than before. Because, I mean, like two years ago, we did not have as our defense really kind of sucked. So... So you mean it was a stretch, but he had to do it anyway just for us to have a chance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, San is also giving his kicks to Jay Gruden. And Alamo City Live Music to DJ Swearinger for blowing his assignment against mm-hmm. Allison. 
Oh, was that DJ Swearinger? Okay, I was wondering who it was. They were, they were still they were still trying to figure that out. So I don't know. I don't know if it was him or not, but. And I gave it to Norman for lack of effort on that play, even if he wasn't the one that got burned. <laughs> and I considered giving mine to, to um, Jordan Reed for that pick, but he redeemed yeah. himself with other plays during the game. I don't have the stats. I'm sure that BNG Buns has Jordan Reed's stats handy for us. Well, he had that really long reception. I can't even can't remember. It was a, it was a. Uh... Uh, I can't remember. VD yeah, had one. the one down the sideline. That's not what you're thinking of, is it? No, no. That was a humongous one, though, right there. Yeah, it was nice. I, everybody calls him VD. Everybody. Everybody. VD. They die. VD. Yeah. I love me some VD. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay, so um, cool. So the kicks go to P. Ryan and Norman, and Josh is going to give his to. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He didn't text it to me. He's driving around Greensboro. Okay, so with that being said, let's do this. And now, the coveted and ever elusive. Game Ball Award. Game Ball Award. Brought to you by... And by... We don't have any sponsors. <laughs> Desmond C. Lee. Yo, Michael Graff's in the chat room. He's giving himself a kick for being late to a podcast that we give absolutely no... The, yeah, it's a that tough on yourself, dude. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised, but we will see y'all. Hopefully, we see David Herzig, BNG Buns, Alamo City Live Music. Of course, Will in Maryland, who listens the old school way. Still, he's already said he's going to be there. Yeah. San, Michael Graff, all of these dudes at the HHF tailgate party. At this Texans game, November eighteenth. Yeah, and by tailgating, we're we're not like driving in; we're just taking the train in. But we're gonna tailgate with Hail BBQ, which is far better than what we could do on our own. Which is a hundred percent better, ninety nine percent better than what we could do ourselves. So, yeah. And it was Fabian Moreau, according to uh, Alamo City Live Music, that caused yeah. that. Yeah. That dude's stepping up. So is Dunbar. I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like Dunbar? He's all right. Do you think he's reached his peak, or has he got? Is he? Is he gonna climb higher? I don't know. This is, this is the year I think we're gonna see if he's reached his peak or not. So we'll have to see. But the the kind of good thing for him is that they pick on Norman a lot because people have realized that he's not like infallible out there. So people will be picking on him less, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go into our game balls. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I'll give mine to AP, man. AP, all day long. Great day. 120 yards on 19 rushes. 
He had a great day. Two yeah. touchdowns. Um, fantastic. Even in the fourth quarter, he was dude. He just I just love how he like turns on another speed. Even his age, he'll be twenty five yards down the field and he'll turn it up another notch. Yeah, and then he'll just hit people at the end and get six or seven extra yards. He doesn't go out of bounds. No, he doesn't. Like, <laughs> he really doesn't, even at this advanced age. He's, if you want to end this run, you're tackling me or pushing me out. I'm not just yeah. walking out because your little scrawny self is coming towards me. That's what he's saying. He's like, all right, sorry, little Norman-looking guy. Yeah, like these little. Because once you're back there, it's all quarterbacks and safeties anyway. It's like, come on, dude, let's do, let's let's go, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, I love how he runs. I love, dude. There is a couple runs where he was he was like looking for a hole. Like kind of mm-hmm. running, you know, towards like the tackle, looking for a hole, and then, bam! He just goes and hits it. I know, dude. Ah, uh, I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to have a back like that for once. For for yeah. first time in a long time. Yeah. So yeah, awesome pick there, um, for your game ball. I got to give mine to Ionitis. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> for that sack, because it was amazing. And he was wreaking havoc all day. Yeah. All those yeah. dudes played well. All, all, th- all three of our defensive linemen had sacks. Not even the defensive end slash linebackers. Mm-hmm. Like outside linebackers. These guys, all the defensive, all the big fat fatties had sacks. But <laughs> I will say that the outside linebackers we talked to earlier were, you know, kind of like corralling these dudes into the wolf. Yeah, they were like hunting as like a pack, and they were like the outside wolves. Like, come on up, we're gonna make you go this way. Bam. Yeah, and a a lot of times it's the opposite of that. It works the the exact opposite way with the linemen pushing the guy around for the defensive ends to get. So it was it was cool to see that in that game. I thought. Yeah, we've got some interesting, interesting, very interesting comments in the chat room that I would like to bring up. First of all, Jordan Reed, who almost got my game ball, except for that. You know, interception he gave up. He had four for 65, 32 on his longest. And he he was fighting for that one. Yeah. Um, Who is it? Michael Graff. No, sorry. Alamo City Live Music brings up Dunbar is rated number one at cornerback in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. Hmm. It's all scientific, dude. It's all scientific. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Um, let's see. Michael Graff is giving his game ball. This is interesting to Tony Bergstrom. Never thought I'd hear that from anyone. And Chase Rollier. You know why? Because these are one of them are named Laval. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, um, they I didn't hear their names. And well, that's I, a- you guys already know that I like Rollier, but now he's moved over, right? Play. He's he's playing guard now. Rollier over for yeah to left guard. And they put Bergstrom at center. So And he did fine. Yeah, really. Rollier is gonna be a a good player, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Sand gives his to the entire D line for making Aaron Rodgers run around. Okay. And B and G Buns. Yeah, really. To Alex Smith for playing the deep ball. Yeah, dude. He he started out early with that. And he had some nice passes in that game. He did. Yeah. I was I was impressed. I was impressed. 
Especially after the dink and dunk that he got my kick in the balls for the week before. That he's known for, yeah. Um, is that it? Oh, no. Alamo City to Fabian Moreau for causing the fumble. It was a good fumble. I mean, we needed it. So. Yeah. It was a good game, like we were, like you were saying, dude. Um, I didn't know what to expect after that Colts debacle, and I'm glad to see we bounce back against the Packers. And I also hope that every single week the odds makers and pundits have us as underdogs because that's yeah, when we play well. Yep. Oh, yeah. So what else we got? Anything before we go into the bye week? Um... Injury report. We need the injury report. True. That's true. Um, and I don't have to give a precarious prediction this week because, well, yes, I will. The Redskins will not lose. That's my the prediction. Redskins will not lose this week. And they won't even score a point. Oh, yeah. I haven't got time for the pain. Um, so, like we said, Trent got that like, like little uh, procedure on his knee, checking stuff out. They said he's going to be ready to go. That was really about it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys out in the chat room hear anything else about injuries? I didn't. I saw an interesting piece with, uh, this was on Redskins Nation, yeah, not California, last night. And it was uh, Trent Williams hanging out with a pie. Yeah. Talking about their time together. Their bar that they own together. No, sorry. I keep thinking that they own a bar instead of like like. <laughs> it's a training center. It's like a training center. I keep a bar training center, you know. But they were talking about how, how like everything was going down, and when like Geis got injured, and like AP immediately like texted Trent Williams and was like, "Dude, let's go." <laughs> yeah, really. I think we got. I mean, so far we've gotten really lucky. And AP, you know, I said he was going to get hurt this game. He was going to be out for the rest of the year. He has not. Well, that didn't happen, so good for him. Well, according to B&G Buns, he does have a sprained ankle. Oh, really? Yeah, that just came in. Uh... Michael Graff says he had to open the old ball sack and give out two balls. Eight balls. (laughs) Who's his other one? Oh, yeah, Tony Bergstrom and Chase Rollier. Now you got nothing left in the sack. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it it was nice to see 28 points going up, you know, especially after how inept our offense looked the week before in the first half. So to come out strong like that was a shot in the arm this team needed. And the defense played strong throughout. I think I was reading this thing on, like, blogging the boys believe that or not sometimes i like to go into blogging the boys when the redskins win and the cowboys lose so that i can like kind of have some schadenfreude going on but this dude that was in there actually had an article about and he was pulling out these stats about um the the entire nfc east and it was interesting to see the redskins um as of week three by far has the best offense As far as points scored, yeah, um, I think the Eagles are in a close second. And then the defense is not that close. Redskins, I think, were like second in the NFL. 
something like that. Yeah, yeah. Three games, man. It's only been three games. I know. Dude, you're getting to be more like the old negative dude than I am, even. I know, right? <laughs> I still, I'll never forget my first game in 1994 that I went to RFK against the Seahawks. And the only time these old dudes next to me shut up, they would complain the whole game. And the only time they would shut up is on like a touchdown run by the Redskins. <laughs> and then they didn't say anything. And I was like, how did those guys get that way? And now I'm realizing it's from like 20 years of sucking. Yep, pretty much. Anyway. Anyway, um, I think do you, that that pretty much wraps it up. Um, yeah. You anything else to add? Um, nope. All right. They don't call him the best color commentator in the league for nothing, folks. That wraps it up. Um, we'll talk to you guys after the next game, which is against the Saints. It's going to be a big one. Um, well, oh, I do have to give my precarious prediction in. Turn off that ending music. Oh, yeah. Because we probably won't have a podcast before the Saints game. Yeah, you're getting ready to... I'm getting ready to jet. Jet. So here's my precarious prediction Saints game. It's going to be a barn burner by yeah. the Redskins. <laughs> Saints are going to go out. They're going to get a quick touchdown to start the game. They're going to be up 7-0 with probably like 12.55 left in the first quarter. They're just going to burn down the field. And that's going to be the STB of the game for the defense. <laughs> Redskins are going to come in with the three and out. We're going to get all nervous. 7 nothing Saints. Saints get the ball back. Ryan Kerrigan comes up with his first sack of the year. Sack fumble. Oh, yeah. Returned by Swearinger. Pick <laughs> for a six. Tie game, 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, next possession, three and out for the Saints. Next possession, Redskins. Hits uh, VD, deep pass for a score. It's going to be one of those where he catches it and then, like, bounces past three guys and gets eight extra yards to get in the end zone. Yeah. 14-7. And then from then on, AP is going to score two touchdowns. We're going to be up 28-7 to seven at the half. Second half rolls around. The Redskins are going to score another seven points using, let me think, it's coming to me, Richardson. Um... So what's the score at that point? 34 to 7. And the Saints aren't going to score again. And then the Redskins will get an extra field goal with John's dog, Dustin Hopkins. That makes it 37 to 7 is my precarious prediction for the Saints game. Woo! 37 to 7. 37-7. This is for the Redskins. 37-7 Redskins win. Okay against the Saints in New Orleans. It is in New Orleans, right? We got to make up for last year's debacle. Yeah. At the end of that game. Saints are done. That was pretty much the end of the year when we lost that Saints game. That was pretty much it. Like, we just sucked after that. Well, yeah. more than normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, that's the precarious prediction for the week. Redskins 37-7 to over the Saints. 
Now we can round this thing out. Talk to you guys next week. As always, hail to the Redskins. Don't forget to uh, check out Desmond Sealy 2 on Twitter. A long time, never went on Twitter. And as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do. Yoga! Yoga!